Hey, what is up, you guys? This is Justin. Before I do get started, I wanted to thank you guys for making me a part of your day. So it's been a while, and I apologize for that. I think I started thinking when I was shutting the windows just now because I just realized how far my voice travels across. And I knew that today because earlier I could hear the people next to me, right? So they can probably actually hear me very clearly saying this. But so I just thought, like, I would like I want to do these, right? I want to do podcasts and I want to like make you laugh and keep you entertained and do all those kinds of things. But then I just realized like I don't, I don't have like the right environment at my house, you know, because my the place that I live in is really small. It's like it's it's like a guest house basically, right? So it's super small. And when you come in, there's no office, right? And there's just no space. And so when I do this, I have to like set it up on my, you know, my small little dinner table. And, you know, it just it doesn't get in the right mood. You know, how like if you have a workspace, you kind of want to get in the mood and you go to your workspace and it's just a different, it's like the gym, right? Like I go to the gym, right? But so I do have these ideas, but I just wanted to kind of say that, you know, if, if all of a sudden tomorrow, you know, Dogecoin gets up to $10, I'll buy my, I'll buy a house with an office maybe and go from there. Okay. So I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and hope everybody had some really good conversations with their parents, with their family. Over th- How were the conversations? Were they good? Did you guys have the, you know, the racist, everybody says the racist uncle or like, you know, I don't know, racist something, right? So how did that conversation go? Um, how were the holiday travels? How were all of those things? So one of the cool things, obviously living in Hawaii, is that it was really hot. It was really hot Thanksgiving Day. I'll tell you exactly what I did. I woke up a little early. I've been waking up pretty early. I wake up on a normal day for school. I wake up at six thirty, which isn't is kind of late compared to the people I work with. Apparently, they wake up. There's people that leave their house by six thirty. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not in that shit, but. <clears throat> So woke up at 6.30, probably. I think I did all my laundry. I think I usually wait laundry till Sunday so I can kind of like turn the games on and kind of look back and forth. And went to Whole Foods because that's like all I do is just go to Whole Foods. And so went there. They had turkey dinners ready to go. So I was like, all right, cool. I got one. I got a vegan pumpkin pie, which I do not recommend. I, I got it. I was like really excited about it. It was not good. I still ate the whole thing, but I ate the whole thing like over two days though. So it's, but it just wasn't worth it. So, um, what else do we do? Yeah. So kind of been hanging out, kind of been doing some things, reading. I'm actually reading a nonfiction book right now. That's very interesting. But one of the things, so one of the problems is I use reading to kind of like take my mind off of things, right. To kind of like maybe not like meditate, but just to kind of get lost in what you're reading. But the book I'm reading is called, the title is Cast, and it has something to do, it's got a subtitle on it too, but it's 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 about, you know, the caste system and race in America, which kind of fires me up every time I read it. So it's doing like the opposite. So this is the first nonfiction book I've read since Barack Obama's memoir, A Promised Land. So when you read fiction, it's really, really easy for, you know, to just kind of cruise through the chapters and kind of laugh and, you know, and then have your emotion. And so that's kind of what I used reading for. But this one is about, you know, the caste system and like the history of race and racism in America. And so it's like, you start reading it, and then you start getting a little bit upset, or at least I do. And then, you know, your mind starts going. So I might, and then the other book that I have, 
shout out to the library assistant at our school. She delivered these books. She, she ordered them from the other library and got them to me and she's awesome. The other book that I have, it's called American dirt and it's a fiction book, but I think it's about like Mexican drug cartel. Like it's hardcore, like some pretty sad stuff. So, um, the previous book that I read was a call was a book. Actually, I read two books. One's called anxious people and a man called Ovi, which I think was written by a guy named Frederick Bachman. Bachman. I don't know who it was, but both of those were really good. Anxious People was a little tough. The only problem is that both of those books, he, one of his themes in most of his books I, I've seen so far is suicide. And so it might be kind of, it might be kind of a tough read for, for some people. But I really enjoyed Anxious People. A Man Called Ovi is very funny. It's, it's, he's Swedish. So a lot of the things don't really translate well over the Americans. If you're, you know, if you're in the United States, um, shout out to all the other countries I look at. So I always look at the listeners and, you know, we got, we got Ireland, obviously we got, you know, the Philippines, we got every African country. I, it's so cool. Like I wish, I wish I made videos so I can show a picture of it, but it is pretty neat to see, you know, Russian Federation, all these other countries and which is going to, yeah, actually speaking of the Russian Federation, do you know where the word Caucasian came from? So I was reading this book and so there was this guy, right? Cause the, the Caucasus Mountains are in Russia, apparently, right? So this guy, this anthropologist, right? He had all these skulls, right? He had all these skulls. I think he's an American anthropologist, right? And is that even the guy that studies that stuff? Is that anthropology, like human skulls? Anyways, he had all these human skulls, right? And so he had a particular skull. It was like he claimed it to be the most beautiful, perfect skull it was, right? And it was from the Caucasus Mountains, right? And so he, obviously he's a white guy, right? So he claimed that the race for white people should be called Caucasians because it's the best looking dead skull, right? So then like white people are just known as Caucasian for the rest of the time. And so <laughs> in the anthropologic circles, it's kind of like a weird like joke that, that something from, you know, on the other side of the world, not Europeans, right? Like, like Russians is used to describe, you know, like Europeans. But when I say Europeans, I mean like white people, right? And so that's kind of, that was kind of news to me. So, but anyway, kind of going on, we're going to talk about food because I like food. What have I been eating on? So I actually stopped eating peanut butter bars because I went to the doctor. He said that everything looks good except my cholesterol is high, right? So I asked him, I was like, hey, what can um, what can you do to lower your cholesterol? So you can lose weight or exercise. And I was like, oh, ooh, okay, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I actually don't have a problem doing either one of those, but I'm just kind of like in a in a weird spot. I got, you know what? That might be my new year. Actually, last year, that was my new year's resolution. And we're coming up on 12 months almost. So he said you can either lose weight or exercise. Okay, so I'm trying to work on that. And he said the easiest thing you can do is not any eat anything that's animal byproduct, like, you know, meat or anything like uh, dairy or butter, right? So I was like, oh, I can do that. That's easy. So I've been trying to eat these uh, these vegan these vegan things because I was already eating them anyway. But vegan, like, like, meatballs taste just like meatballs. Like, it tastes like meat to me. So I was like... I could easily not eat meat. Okay. It just, it just depends on what's available. Right. So if I could cook, I probably would do that. But one of the things that I, that I really like to get on are these, uh, oat, oat cream, oat cream. It's like ice cream, but it's made with oat milk and they're really good. I think, I mean, 
there it's ice cream, so it's still bad for you, right? So, but I like these. Um, I forget what they're called, but they're like they have like peanut butter in them, right? Peanut butter swirl, and it's oat cream. And then I have these little these little tiny. Uh, these little tiny ice cream sandwiches. I know I'm supposed to, not supposed to eat dairy either, but I have these little tiny ice cream sandwiches. And on the box it says 60 calories a piece. I was like, yeah, I'm going to eat like, and 12 come in a box, right? That's, I'm, <laughs> so I'm doing the math. And I'm like, that's only 720 calories. So I can definitely eat that for dinner, which I don't think that's what you're supposed to do. But that's kind of what I've been doing for that. So the food situation has been going a lot better. And indirectly by eating you know, less animal byproduct food, I have lost weight, so I still need to lose more, but the funny part was that I ordered a medium shirt for um, Laka'ukoa, which is the celebration of the flag, right? Or not celebration of flag, like celebration of independence. And I ordered a medium and it was like, it was really close. Like it was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, I could fit in this. Like I put it on and I was like, it is like... If there was extra medium available, that'd been a perfect fit, right? So I had to email our, you know, our student advisor lady. And I was like, "Hey, I need a large." She gave me a large, and then the large was almost too big. So it was like the medium. I'm really close, you guys. I think American medium is like a Filipino double XL. So the medium that I had was pretty big, but it just like you could see my stomach in it, and it was a little a little tight on that. So, um, but. Um, Actually, that's tomorrow, which is pretty cool. So um, I'm not really a, the expert on Hawaiian history, but it actually is a pretty neat little. Um, it was weird because we were we were talking. We had a guest speaker on Zoom the other day, and he was talking about all of the de- the diplomats from the islands of Hawaii that were going to Great Britain, France, and the United States. And this is like in 1843, I think, is 1843. So these guys are like traveling up the Mississippi River and I'm like, slavery is still a thing. So I'm like, how does that like, (laughs) what do people like stop them and stop this Hawaiian royalty, you know, that they're super rich and they say, hey, you're a slave. Like I, I actually didn't want, I wanted to ask that question because I didn't know how that that works. Right. Like they had, they they traveled with some Americans to go to Washington, D.C., but they had to go from, from South America all the way up there. And I was like. Well, it's 1843. The Emancipation Proclamation isn't until, I don't know, 1865? I don't even know, right? But I know that there's still slavery going on. And I'm like, whoa, like, how does this work? And that's actually something I wanted to know. But um, so that, that's, that celebration is going to be tomorrow, I believe. So that's pretty cool. But all of that to tell you that I can almost fit into a medium American medium-sized shirt. All right. So we are going to talk about Omicron who I for sure was like in the second Transformer when, when Megatron dies in the first one, I'm pretty sure that was the main bad guy. Apparently it's not. Omicron is the new COVID-19 variant, which is like, I like that they call it like COVID-19, like, like it's a shoe, like the, like the Jordan, <laughs> like the LeBron 17s, right? They don't go by a number, but sometimes when they have shoes, they'll say like what year the player was playing. And like, what if we have like the Omicron 22s? Like, yo, did you get did you get them on the sneakers app? Did you get it downloaded right there? But apparently, Omicron is first cases coming out of South Africa, two cases reported in the UK, and highly transmissible more so than the Delta variant, which I was pretty sure there was nothing more transmissible than that. So I don't even know now, but. 
And they're like, oh my gosh, we don't want any in the United States. And I was like, hey, newsflash, bro, if some already came out and they just found some in the UK, that shit's been here for like, you know, that there's already shit here, right? So hopefully, I don't know if Optimus Prime is still alive or not, but at least in this one, or maybe if Hot Rod, did you guys see that? So that like scarred me for life. I don't know if you guys are old enough to know this, but in the original Transformers, like the movie, like in 1984, so this was a cartoon, by the way. And I'm like, I'm, this is 1984 or 88 or something like that. So I was born in 82. So I was probably, you know, 10 years old because I, I didn't see it in the theater. So my, my parents probably either rented it or something like that. Because they know I, I, like everybody loved Transformers. It's like the only thing me and my brother like loved, right? And so in the original animated Transformers, <coughs> excuse me, Optimus Prime dies, like that shit scarred me for like, like he dies like in the first, you know, half of the movie and cause you can't get the matrix open. And then there's this other dude like Optimus prime light. That's like, he's kind of like a, he's a good guy, but he's like, he like, nobody likes him. I don't know what it was. It wasn't that nobody likes him. It was like, he was, he wanted to be leader, but like the matrix knows or something like that. Right. So the matrix wouldn't open for him. So he dies and then you got this young guy named Hot Rod, right? Which is kind of funny that his name's Hot Rod. He's a young guy. And so he's like a, he's like a Camaro or some shit. And I actually had the Hot Rod toy because I remember it because um, I lost the front part when you transform it, right? I lost the hood part. And so Hot Rod, like in a moment of despair or something like that, he actually, he's like, so he's like a guy that's irresponsible, young, stupid, all those things, right? But for some reason, he has the Matrix. I don't know why he has it. And then he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And then he opens up the Matrix, and then he becomes Rodimus Prime. And so what we need, we, we really need is Rodimus Prime. I think it's Rodimus Prime. It is Rodimus Prime. So if Rodimus Prime can come out and take on Omicron, then I think we would have a chance to get to, like, the new Transformers. Like... Like, not the futuristic ones, but, like, the the medium, like, before the futuristic ones. Because did you guys know they came from a different planet, right? So, bet you guys didn't know that. So, yeah, I don't even know about the Omicron. It doesn't matter anyway. It's like, if, if I, I remember thinking about, if COVID-19 has taught me anything. So, I'm about to get a little serious bomb on you guys for a moment here. Um, so, I have a friend, Rob. His name's Rob, right? And Rob is exactly what you think he would look like or be like. Actually, I, I give I, I don't give him enough credit. He's he's a little more thoughtful than I than I than I explained. But average white male, probably six feet, you know, whatever, two hundred pounds. If you saw him, he's just like every guy you think of. You know, just like a beard and regular guy, family, kids, white guy, right? Like just the average white guy. That's the, exactly the guy. Dude could be a cop. He can be a lumberjack. He could be anything, right? So think of this guy, right? And I grew up in Idaho, right? Which is a mostly white conservative, you know, state. And so I would say if I, like, if I was to estimate, right? If I was to estimate out of 10 people in my, in, in the state of Idaho or wherever, wherever, I guess it would count for wherever out of 10 people, I would think that 6.666 repeating people are good, Right. Like genuinely good, maybe not morally, yeah, good. I would think that they were good. And the other um, 3.333 repeating were either 
I don't want to say neutral, but at least lower than neutral or really bad. So in my estimate, I would say 3.33 repeating, you know, whatever, right? Like six and two thirds, good, good, neutral or good, right? And then three and a third would be like below neutral, pretty terrible people, right? So that in my, and in, in, that's what my, my, my near, my frame, my frame of references, right? Rob's a bit more optimistic. He would probably say, I can't speak for him, but I would guess he would say, at least 7.5, maybe eight people were good and two. So our numbers differ. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm framing this because I'm saying like, I'm more cynical. He's more optimistic. Okay. So, um, I don't think it has any, it might have to do with, I do think it has to do with our, um, experiences in Idaho and race in general. But for me, you know, I think, I think if you round it off, I think seven people are good. Three people are either neutral, bad or bad. Right. And so, if anything, what COVID-19 has taught me about people in general was that I was right. Like, my numbers might have been a lot lower than I thought. And so, what I'm saying is, like, I don't like depending on people to, you know what I mean? Depending on people to do good or expect them to do good because I don't expect people to do the right thing. And I would say if, I hate speaking for him because he's not here, right? I would say he would think most people would do the right thing, right? And what I've kind of... Or, or I guess everybody has kind of figured out since COVID has happened or started was that American, especially Americans, like I, that's my view of Americans because I was abroad, but um, I just don't, I cannot rely on an average American to, to do the right thing in terms of COVID-19 protocol Omicron. Cause it's kind of like this, it's like, all right, um, if you don't, if, if you don't believe that your, you know, vaccines work, that's whatever, right? Like I can't, I can't convince you, like there's no evidence I can do that to convince you that it's going to work, right? Cause I'm not a doctor anyway. So I just trust the, you know, professional advice of doctors. So they kind of said like, all right, cool. Well, um, world health, Org- I don't know who it was CDC world health Org- is like, Hey, all right, cool. Can you guys wear masks then? No, I'm not going to wear a mask. Okay, well, if you're not going to wear a mask, can you at least stay, like, apart from each other? Nope, because I don't want to do it, right? So there's two things. And then they're like, all right, got to reduce capacity on these things. So can you guys at least, like, not gather in groups? Nope, not going to do that either, right? So it's like, all right, cool. We have, we, have, we have produced three vaccines that have a highly – the efficacy rate is, is rather high. Side effects rate is very low, right? And – can you guys at least take the vaccine? Nope, not going to do that either. So <laughs> at this point, when you think of this, I'm like, what are you actually willing to do to like stop this from happening? And they're like, they're not like, they're not willing to do anything. So like, I don't believe like, I keep thinking like this is going to be over and stop, but I don't believe people are willing to do that because of the selfishness. I think Americans are way more selfish than anybody else in the United and in, in the United in the world, right? I just think um, I don't think it's a it's a uncommon or I don't think it's a I think it's a pretty common idea, but I think Americans do have it too good, like in general, right? I mean, there's there's obviously some groups that there's people in America that don't have a good at all. But for the most part, a majority, I would say, have it pretty good. Almost, like, way too good. Because I wanted to get into kind of a serious topic because I titled this O-Faces, but I, don't, <laughs> I think I'm going to run out of time. So, But that was kind of my, my idea with the, with the COVID-19 var- um, narrative was that, like, there's nothing, like, like I, I started thinking, I was like, 
if Jesus Christ himself came down, right, and was like, prove undoubtedly, like, you know, I am Jesus Christ. I am, you know, the Messiah. I have created this this super pill that has a 100% efficacy rate. Like, this is like a nat, this is like on world televised, whatever, right? And he came down and he was like, I will heal you with this whatever, right? Please take it, right? Let's say, let's, <laughs> I know this sounds outlandish, but let's just say this happens, right? I could still see about like 30% of America be like, yo, I'm not taking that shit, man. That shit has microchips in it. <laughs> Or like that could literally happen, right? And people would still be like, yeah, I don't, there's like chemicals in there that, you know, I'm allergic to and, you know, I'm already immunized naturally because um, my wife has these essential oils that cure cancer. So like, I already know that I don't need that Jesus. Like, like that's what would happen. So I just don't see this ending anytime soon on that. All right. I was going to talk about uh, modern warfare, like literal warfare against countries, but I don't. It's like the last third of the of the podcast, right? And I kind of I don't want to get serious. I want to be happy, right, and be funny. So I'll talk about some video games first, and then maybe we'll talk about um, the misinformation war that's going on right now. But I just it's just hard because it's like it's a bummer to hear about it. And when I talk about it, it's kind of like reading nonfiction, right? Like when I start reading nonfiction, I get I don't get upset. I just get like ah, I don't want to. You know, my, my brain stops thinking. So, but if you have, if you are, if you made it this far, so ladies or fellas that don't play video games, please, I'm sorry. I'll try to be relatively entertaining about the video games. So there's actually a lot of really good games out right now. So, um, the games that I got so far, I think I've told, I've talked about MLB, the show 21, which is for free on game pass. Well, it's not free. It's on game pass. I, it's you pay for game pass. So I can't say it's for free. So, uh, MLB, the show 21, which is on game pass and Microsoft flight simulator, which is also on game pass, which is pretty cool. Like it's weird how much time I spent flying around places I knew and there's no point of the game. Like you just fly, you just don't even do it. And that's on game pass. What else do we have? Um, Hades. Hades is probably, I played probably Hades more than any game I've played since Call of Duty. Like, it's, it's really good. It's funny because I was in a meeting with my math department, and one of the girls, her, her profile picture was one of the power-ups. And I was like, oh, my God, is that the Palm of Power? She's like, yep. And another guy's like, yo, Hades gang, bro. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys are the nerdiest group of math teachers ever. And so Hades is really good, and it's fun, too. Um, Call of Duty Vanguard, surprisingly really good game, like thoroughly surprising, probably the least popular one out of all of them. They had probably one of the toughest follow-ups. I mean, Black Ops Cold War was terrible. Like it's probably the worst game. I should have traded it in. Like they probably would have given me like 35 bucks for it. I should have traded it in, but, um, I only buy, like I have this philosophical dilemma with, I only buy games on disc right? The only way that I'll buy it digitally is if it's like at least like the most I'll pay for a digital game is $40. This is at a $70 retail, right? Because it's kind of like the whole iTunes and music thing. Like if I'm getting it digitally, I shouldn't have to pay the full price because I'm not actually getting the game, right? You're not making the case, the cover or the actual 
DVD, right? So I should get a discount. In fact, if all new releases were like $44.99, I'd probably buy all digital games. Like that's the thing right there. Okay. And what was I talking about right here? Oh yeah. So um, Call of Duty got that. It's really good. I'm not really well. The tough part is that Warzone integration is happening, and I just can't see. Like, I really wish they would just stop trying to squish everything together. But it's kind of like they've already sold so much add-on stuff, right? So that's 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 the reason why they have to integrate it because it's like if you spent like a hundred dollars buying like skins and stuff from the previous Call of Duty, right? And then they're like, oh yeah, you can't use them in the new one. It kind of like makes people mad, right? So I wish, I think what they're going to try to do is to make a Vanguard mode only where it's the new stuff. And I'm all for that. Like, I'm just like, hey, if you can keep the cosmetic stuff, like the skins, but if you bought stuff because of weapons, you got to like tough it out, man. You like, you got to move on. And the tough part about Warzone anyways, like I don't even play Warzone because my crew doesn't play it. And so like... It's kind of weird. It's kind of like music or movies or any hobby that you do. If, if you're not if you're not playing with a group of people, you, like I like I just stopped playing golf. Like I really like golf, like the game of golf, right? It's the sport of golf. I like being around it. And then just because I don't have any play, like I'll just stop. Like it's not like I don't. I would play it by myself, but I don't really. Yeah. So um, Vanguard's pretty good. Surprisingly, I actually paid full price for that. So. It was $69.99, and yeah. But one thing about Vanguard on the Series X, Vanguard on the Series X, the campaign, I've never, so so for the techie nerds out there, I play in 1080p, 120 frames a second, right? Which is like probably one below the maximum optimal settings on a monitor, right? And when I played the campaign, I, I haven't been in awe of like graphical fidelity, I don't remember the last time I'd been like, oh my God, this is a video game. This looks like, like, like speechless, right? Like it's hard to articulate because obviously I said speechless, right? It's hard to like explain. There's a, there's a beginning part. I know exactly why they put this set piece in the beginning of the game. It's the part where their paratroopers are parachuting right into Germany and it's at night. Right. And one of the one of the either the churches or or um, a farm is on fire, right? But it's it's in the dark, right? And so it's like the first thing you see to show the graphical power of the Series X and the lighting. It looks like actual fire, which is like really weird to see on a screen, right? And and I know what you're thinking because you're like saying, "Well, a movie does that." I was like, "Yeah, but you can't you can't manipulate the movie, so you can't like when you see an explosion on TV, you're like, okay, that's from a 2D plane, right? When you see fire on you know in a in a 3D graphical engine, you can move around it. That means the light's going to interact with things differently as you move around, which is kind of a, a weird feeling. And that's the first time in a long time. I can't remember when I thought about, and I can't remember when I ever thought about that. Maybe advanced warfare or something like that but advanced warfare looked like a movie to me but i think they used like motion capture actors that's why but so when i was watching or when i was playing that i was like yeah this is crazy this is like the future this is just the beginning of the series x right and i was thoroughly impressed by that the graphical graphical fidelity performance and vivid like You'd be surprised how many different shades of black you can see when the lighting changes, right? So 
really good on that. Um, and I, I like the multiplayer too. I like the fast stuff too. Um, the other game that I'm playing a lot of is Forza Horizon 5, which is on Game Pass. I'm like a Game Pass fanboy. If Game Pass had like, like merch, like Xbox Game Pass merch, I'd probably buy it and wear it all the time. But Forza Horizon 5, if you guys know anything about that, it's like the, um, the fun, the more fun version of Forza. It's like the, the less simulated one than Forza, right? Forza Horizon 5 is, um, there's got to be game of the year material at least, right? I mean, all these games that I've mentioned, I would have paid full price for all of them. Except maybe Call of Duty. Except Vanguard's only like 35 bucks now, so which I should have just waited two weeks to play to, to get it, right? So the, what was it talking about? Um, Forza Horizon 5 is everything I said about Call of Duty Vanguard and my initial, um, you know, Impre- my my me being impressed by it is just like that's how I felt playing Forza Horizon Five because the reason why gaming companies always use driving games to kind of to showcase their the power of their system it's because most people know what driving should look like right and driving games allows you to kind of show the frame rate of it really easily right the smoothness the the draw distance and stuff like this like when i'm playing forza horizon 5 going 250 miles an hour i can see literally into the tv that's how far the draw distance is right it's kind of like when you're on the freeway you can see all the way up the freeway right you can't see that like on previous gen consoles and and forza horizon 5 amazing game still playing it i'm actually waiting for the next challenges to come up because i've completed all the challenges and i want to play it some more but one of the things is like I don't like playing a game if I'm not making any progress, right? So I just want to wait. And yeah, Forza Horizon 5. So out of all those games, like I think, oh man, if you were putting together like the ultimate Xbox or whatever, because all these games I think are on, well, Forza Horizon is not on, not on PlayStation. You could buy all those games, right? Probably, what did I say? MLB The Show 21, but I don't play baseball anymore. Um, MLB The Show 21, Hades, Microsoft Flight Simulator, Call of Duty Vanguard and Forza Horizon 5. Oh, yeah, and Halo's coming out like next week, right? You can buy those six games, right? Or even three of those games, right? Or you can just get Game Pass, and all of them are on Game Pass, right? And if you get those games, like that's like that should sell the system. Like you could get, if, if you have a PlayStation guy and just was like, yo, here's six, try these six games or these three games, like try. You know, Forza Horizon 5, Halo, and Hate, or, you know, something like that. And be like, yeah, they're all on Game Pass, actually. So, you know, you don't have to pay for the games. You just rent them, right? I think that would change it. Like, I, if I was a PlayStation guy, I'd probably just buy an Xbox Series S and do that. So, that's kind of the game front right now. Game, It's a good time right now. I mean, it's, it's like a bad time for a lot of other things, but it is an excellent time. Like, probably the best, you know, best season I can't remember a season like this, like like uh, winter or Q4 2021, probably the best gaming lineup like in a really long time. Like the best, I can't think of other than maybe, yeah, I can't because usually I only play Call of Duty, but I can't think of any time where this many games were were like top tier AAA quality. Can't go wrong. They're, like there's that. There's literally something. For, I sound like I'm trying to sell these Xboxes to you. I'm not for real. Okay. Um, there literally is something for everybody in every genre too, and it's and it's kind of weird for somebody like me to branch out on that too. So, but I hope you guys had a good day, good time listening to this. It's about 30, 31 minutes in, thirty two minutes actually. 
and just wanted to know what you guys, let you guys know what's going on. I hope to do more. Like, I want to do more. I like talking. Like, you know, I, I get really excited when I see the, see the different flags. Cause I'll show you a picture one time, next time, maybe it, it, you, you pull it up and it'll say like the countries they're from. Right. And it's really neat. It's pretty cool to see. So shout out to all those countries. Um, France, Berlin, Berlin's a country, right? Berlin's in Germany, Belgium. Sorry. See, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a knocked off for that. So Berlin's in Germany, but Belgium, um, European country, Spain, it's just weird. You, you know, you got the Republic of Congo in there. So shout outs to that South America countries, um, Brazil, it's pretty neat. And I used to do this when I did YouTube a long time ago because YouTube does the same thing. They let you see. And I used to, I used to always, um, my girlfriend thought it was so annoying at the time. I would show her like, oh shit, there's another view from Korea. So I'm pretty much famous in Korea and Indonesia. Oh my gosh. And we can't even go to Australia now, babe. Cause they'll recognize me. Right. She hated that shit, but she liked it. She liked it. She thought it was funny. So, um, but other than that, yeah, I hope you have a good day. hope you guys enjoyed that and I will talk to you guys soon. Okay. Goodbye.